Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, February 1st. Whether you're getting this on Thursday night or Friday morning, hope you're having a good week as we move towards Jesus and uh, pursue after him as we get into the second month of the year already. Man, it seems like it was just Christmas and here we are going into February. So I hope you are doing well. We are uh, transitioning into this new series that we're calling Demonstrating the Gospel. But before we get there, I want to wrap up with just a few final thoughts on Pastor Juan Carlos's message uh, coming out of this past week and uh, kind of springing us into the next series because I actually think that they uh, relate together really, really well. And um, that's around the idea of preparation. One of the things that uh, Juan Carlos said uh, multiple times. He'd said it uh, from the pulpit uh, in both gatherings, I believe, but uh, also in several conversations with me personally. I've uh, heard him say it in also uh, several other settings that the key to why um, we are, uh, from his perspective and how he hears the voice of the Lord, going to be part of this Joel 2 generation that is um, seeing the gifts of the Spirit given for the purposes of the uh, evangelization of the world, for the uh, movement of the gospel in our area. What he has said over and over again is the reason is preparation. And and I want to take a couple minutes to kind of kick around, what does it mean to be prepared? Uh, Jesus actually said a ton about being prepared, being prepared for his return um, and being prepared for his coming, that we would... Um, that we would be ready to receive the gift of the Spirit, that we'd be ready to engage what he's doing. He also says that we should be prepared to use the time that we have, that uh, we're called to redeem the time. And so what's it mean to be prepared? I think there's a couple answers to that question. Um, One of the answers to that question is that being prepared means that we are people of the word and of prayer who are um, intentionally preparing our hearts and our minds to be able to engage who God is and what he's doing because we know him because we know his word, because uh, we know who he is, because we've spent time with him, uh, because we're people who are digging deeply into the scriptures and not just uh, staying at a surface level. And so that idea of preparation means that we are people who are taking seriously the call to be students of the word and students of the spirit through prayer, that we're uh, listening to God and we're, um, we're, we're making space for him. And the second thing is actually very uh, connected to that, and that's making space, that we uh, have room in our schedules to be able to respond, or we're willing to make room at a moment's notice, willing to put aside important things, um, oh, so, sorry, I should say that a different way, but put aside urgent things in order to engage important things. Because sometimes there are things that are really pressing on us, and they're really not that important, and we miss the most important things because there are urgent things uh, calling for our attention. I know this happens to me all the time where I have a, a deadline for something or there's something that I'm working on or a conversation I need to have and I miss the opportunity to engage with someone in a way that is uh, much more eternal and much more kingdom of God oriented because I'm working to get the urgent thing done and I'm missing the important thing. And so being prepared means that we're ready to drop whatever it takes to be able to make space, that we would uh, have room in our lives so that we would be ready to receive the, um, the, the work of God and the things of God. Uh, the next thing is that we need to be people of faith. We need to be people who believe that God is going to come. 
And faith is developed through that process of holy imagination, of reading the scriptures and praying and imagining the beauty of who God is and uh, trusting that uh, that he will indeed do as he says that he will do. And so uh, developing that faith. We also develop our faith through telling faith stories, hearing the work of God in other areas, and uh, that helps us to believe the work of God in an area maybe that we haven't yet seen him working in. And so uh, being prepared as people of faith. It's also being prepared as people of character. Um, we should be working very diligently to make sure that we are people who are deeply um, uh, uh, deeply the same, that we are the same on the surface, that we're the same uh, down underneath, that we're the same in the light as we are in the dark. And of course, um, th- there are areas where maybe that's not exactly perfect, but uh, we want to be people who are consistently trying to be uh, integrated, people of integrity, people who are uh, consistently the same uh, at at the depths. And why that's important is because as God trusts us with more and more, it's important that we have the foundation prepared to be able to handle it. Um, as I w- talk with our young leaders, one of the things we talk about is uh, establishing a wide foundation so that when there's a, a lot of ministry kind of piled on top of our shoulders, we don't become top-heavy, but there's a wide foundation built in our relationship with Jesus. And so uh, preparing that foundation and uh, being solid in that foundation. And um, that leads into the last thing I want to talk about. There's lots of different ways that we could talk about this, but um, the last thing I want to talk about is uh, going deep, that we prepare by being people who are um, who are connecting with God at the depths. And when I say going deep, I mean that in the Psalm 1 kind of way, like a, a tree planted by water. That, um, that the roots that we have will go down so deep that even when things are dry and difficult, even when seasons are tough, that those roots would go deep enough that they would constantly be able to find the heart of God, that our roots would go down deep and be able to connect with him so that we would be able to hear from him, receive from him, and uh, be, be fed by him. And that becomes vitally important because um, things are not always easy. The reality is, I, I think we are going to be stretched this year. We're going to be stretched this year at York Alliance. We're going to be stretched this year at what will become the new Spring Grove Alliance. As we uh, step into this next phase of ministry, we are going to be stretched. There's going to be stretching that's going to happen. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, uh, that's a, a, a really great gift to know that we're going to be stretched. But... Um, we we need to have roots that go deep. We need to be able to, um, even in difficult times, even when things don't go as we anticipated, be able to uh, be people who are in contact with the Spirit, to be able to be people who know the character of God. And that gets done through the basics. Um, if we come back again to what we've said so many times beyond count over the last many years, uh, that we need to be with Jesus, become like Jesus, and do the things that Jesus did. It really is as simple as that. We need to be people who are cultivating time with him. There is no substitute for time with Jesus, uh, whether that's time in the word, whether it's time in prayer, whether it's time in journaling, whether that's time uh, going for a walk and praying, listening to the Spirit, um, that, that we would be people who are 
cultivating time with him. That we would be people who are being changed into his likeness. And that change requires us being those who are intentionally looking at the whole of our lives, not just trying to add in more knowledge and being changed because we know more stuff. But recognizing that um, our our knowledge does change us, but so does the community around us, and so especially do our habits, the rhythms of our lives. And uh, those rhythms, particularly, are ones that we can tend to overlook and miss the fact that there are all kinds of things that have an impact on our spiritual journey. And so we need to be people who are engaging all of those things under the power of the Holy Spirit over time, knowing that it's going to be a long journey. It's one of those uh, deals where you're not going to look in the mirror one day and say, man, I look a whole lot more like Jesus. Um, but maybe over the course of uh, months and years and many years, decades, you will be able to look and say, I don't know if I think I look more like Jesus, but I sure do hear from a lot of other people that I'm looking more and more like him. And so that change does happen. It just happens over a period of time. And so becoming like him and then doing the things he did, um, entering into uh, the work that Jesus has invited us into, the way that he was seeking to love people with intentionality, reconciling the world to himself. He's invited us into to that work. And that's what we're really going to be talking about over the next uh, eight weeks or so, uh, that idea of doing the things that Jesus did as a demonstration of the truth of the gospel. Uh, Jesus says in his high priestly prayer that as we are one, as we are united together, the world will know that Jesus was sent by God, the Father. And uh, that's such a high privilege that as we live out the gospel in our unity, in our connection, and uh, I would say empowered by the Spirit for that unity, um, the world will know that Jesus was sent by God. And so that's uh, the invitation that we've been given. Well, we're going to jump into this new series this week. I'm really looking forward to it, looking forward to uh, talking with you on Sunday. And so um, until then, may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you sense his spirit on you and in you and flowing from you to a waiting and watching world. Have a great rest of the day today uh, and a great weekend. And I will look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning. Grace and peace to you.